there. Welcome to Break the Norm. I'm your host, Katrina McGee. I'm a certified life coach with an MBA who survived 15 years in the corporate world. I'm here to teach you how to break the norm and pursue an unconventional path to career success. I'm sure you are well-versed in how to live a conventional life and achieve conventional success. But if you're here with me today, that life is so not working for you, even though you really wish it would. Well, it's time to shake things up, to do something different, and to create a new path and start living unconventionally. Hi, welcome to Break the Norm. I'm your host, Katrina McGee, and I'm a certified life coach and MBA with over 15 years of experience surviving corporate America. And I'm here today to teach you how to break the norm and take an unconventional path to your career success. I'm sure that you are exceptionally well-versed in what it means to live a conventional life and achieve conventional success. But if you're here with me today, that life is so not working for you, even if you secretly just wish that it could. So it's time to shake things up. It's time to do something different. It's time to create a new path and start living unconventionally. So I'm so glad to have you guys here today. It's my very first podcast, and I'm sure you're wondering, why am I doing this podcast? What are you going to learn? Why should you even care that this podcast exists? I'm here today to show you what's possible and to teach you how to break the norm and pursue your unconventional path to career success. Why? Because you're unhappy. You feel stuck and deep inside you're wondering. In fact, you know that what you're doing is not working. This isn't what you want to be doing. And maybe you're feeling trapped because of the idea of job security and worrying about, am I going to have enough money? And will people see me as a failure? And when you're thinking about these things, they kind of scare the crap out of you. Listen, you've toughed it out. You've tried to silence the part of you inside that keeps whispering in your ear. You're not where you're supposed to be, but you know better. I get it. You're grateful to have this job. You're grateful to make good money, but you still feel frustrated. You feel unengaged. And if you're being honest, you probably feel helpless. It can feel like Groundhog's Day every single day, but you are not helpless. This is your personal invitation for you to stop following what your parents or society has told you that you're supposed to do. It's time to jump off of that hamster wheel and save yourself. I'm so serious, you guys. I'm so serious. It's time to be true to yourself so that you can live that happy and fulfilled life that you were meant for. So are you ready to break the norm and pursue your unconventional path to career success? Let me tell you a little bit about my story. I've been breaking the norm since I was really young, from an early age, and it wasn't always by choice. I'm biracial, and I grew up in a really small town where being biracial was not normal, and it wasn't always well-received. It definitely wasn't easy. I mean, there were instances, of course, of racism and things being really hard and challenging, But it really forced me to, um, and my parents and my family, to really be proud of being different and be okay with doing things differently than maybe other people thought that you should. I mean, it was a really, it could be a really tough time, but I learned something really valuable from an early age. And so as I grew up, 
Um, you know, I went to school at a place where not a lot of people left the state to go to college. And once I graduated, I went pretty far away. I went to Smith College in Massachusetts and not very many people were doing that. I really didn't know what I was doing, but I knew that I wanted to do big things. And so um, went to Smith, got a math degree, and then was given a great job offer for a company that was in the area, except. I didn't want to live in New England anymore. I actually really wanted to move to Atlanta, but coming from a really small town in rural Appalachia and you know, my parents had worked so hard to help me get to this point, it started to feel like you know, I had to accept this job. This is what conventional would be. You take the first offer you get that looks good and you're grateful for it and you shut up and you just go off and go about your business and you start working that job. But I had this dream that I was going to move somewhere warmer, somewhere happier for me. And so I said no. I said no to this really good offer. And it was really scary. And my mom, who I love dearly, would call me up like almost every day and ask me, have you, have you found another job yet? Have you found another job yet? And she was like freaking me out. I was freaking myself out. But... Just a few weeks later, I got an interview and ended up landing a job down in Atlanta that paid me even more money than the job I had turned down. So we're up to two now. Big break the norm number three was realizing after eight years in a great field of actuarial science and healthcare where you're pretty much assured a job as long as you're competent, I realized I didn't want to do it anymore. In fact, if I'm being honest, I kind of knew pretty early on, but I just hoped that I would get with the program or that someday it would start to feel natural, normal, or I could get excited about it. Or maybe I could just numb myself out and ignore the fact that I didn't really want to be doing this, but it wasn't possible. So after eight years, I escaped and ran away to business school. And a lot of people actually thought that was crazy. Giving up a job that was paying me $85,000 plus really great benefits to go for two years and make no money and take on a lot of debt, get an MBA, and then do who knows what with it. I definitely got some pushback on that, but it was what I wanted to do. So I packed my bags, moved to North Carolina, and went to get my MBA at the University of North Carolina in Chapel Hill. And it was an amazing experience. I traveled abroad for the first time, many times over. I met interesting people from all around the world. I took a lot of classes. It totally expanded my mind and what I thought was possible for myself. And so at the end of MBA, I thought, I'll find my perfect dream job. It'll be amazing. And I just hit the ground running and accepted an offer to move out to Minnesota and work for General Mills. Um, and it was a really good job, you guys. It was a really good job, but it wasn't me either. And so I remember being eight months in and sometimes crying, like seriously crying in my car on the way home because I felt so sad. I felt stuck. I felt like I would desperately have given probably like at least half of my left arm to have some kind of answer, some kind of clarity about what it was I was supposed to do, but nothing was coming to me, nothing at all. And I felt so stuck and miserable. And I was crying because I didn't think I could be the best version of myself in this job because it wasn't what I really wanted. But so many people would have been grateful for this opportunity was I a real butthole for just basically saying this isn't good enough for me? And I just felt really tormented inside. And I remember thinking there was this moment where I thought to myself, Katrina, 
you don't have no clue what you're going to do, but if you imagine your life 30 years from now and nothing changes, you never figure it out. You never try something different. Nothing changes. What is your life going to look like? And it gave me chills and it made me really, really sad because it kind of felt like my whole life would have been wasted to be somewhere where I knew I didn't belong and to spend 30 more years there going through the motions. Like what is life if you're not going to live it? Right. So it was really hard for me. Um, but I started owning my truth and I started to tell a few people about how I was feeling and just sort of dealing with that and trying to figure out, does anybody have an answer for me, a place I could go, um, to find some answers. And somebody who sat across the aisle for me in my cubicle actually said, listen, I know a life coach. She's pretty great. Do you want her number? And I was like, hell yes, I want her number. I went home that night. I called her. I set up my first session and it was like magic. So at, after that first session, I knew, I don't know what's going to come out of this, but I knew that somebody was going to be just as invested in me getting some answers as I was. So I felt so relieved and basically started working with her once a week, um, three to four times a month over the course of eight months. And I remember it so clearly. Um, you know, I was trying to find my purpose. I was trying to find my passion. I thought if I could just find my next job, it would all be so clear what I was supposed to do. And I was sitting on her couch and it was like this tiny little voice out of the, out of nowhere, like just came into my ear and it whispered, you just want a break. And I was like, what a break? What does that even mean? And it was like, you want a long break. And I was like, I want a long break. Crap. That sounds hard. But I knew it. The second that it was spoken to me, it was just like, yes, yes, yes. This is what I want. This is what I need. And so I decided in that moment, I was going to take a 12 month career break. It sounded crazy. I didn't know anybody that was doing it, but this is another example of how living unconventionally sometimes means you're the first one that you know to do it. Now, chances are somebody in the world has already done the thing that you want to do, but to you, it can feel so crazy and it can feel like you're operating without any kind of a map and you're just so lost, but you know, some part of you deep inside knows that you need to move forward. And so for me, this was that moment and I basically started saving. So I knew I was going to take this break. I thought it would cost me about $40,000. I had $1,500 in my bank account. So I got serious about making a budget. I got serious about saving and I started putting that into action. And lo and behold, 18 months later, I'd saved enough money to quit my job and travel around the world. So that's exactly what I did. And when I traveled around the world. I saw so many amazing things. Um, I went to Colombia. I spent a month living in Argentina. I got to travel um, through Western Europe and revisit Western Europe and just have an amazing time stuffing my face through France, Italy, and Spain. Um, and then I ended up in Southeast Asia. I got certified to teach yoga while I was in Bali. Uh, I fell in love, madly in love with Vietnam. Um, also Thailand. I just got to see so many amazing things. I also took a three-month road trip through the U.S., went to spend some time with my family, hanging out with my friends. It was a really magical time. And when I came back, I realized that for me, paying off my student loans was my biggest goal. So I got serious. I got focused, spent a few months sort of figuring that out. And then I jumped back into the job market and I landed five job offers within five weeks. 
and decided to take a job that was actually my dream job at the time. And it didn't even exist when I had quit my previous corporate job to travel around the world. Um, but it suddenly magically appeared. And so I took that job and did that for a while. But then you know what? The dream job stopped being a dream job. And I realized that it wasn't making me happy, but I still had more student loans to pay off. And so I wanted to make, I wanted to make sure I was making a good salary. Um, right around that time, I received this crazy offer from these two women that I really admired and respected who had started their own company that had continued to just grow bigger and bigger and bigger over the years. And they offered me a job and it made no sense. You want to talk about breaking the norm? Try telling people that you have a goal to pay off your student loans. You have an MBA and you're going to take a $20,000 pay cut and go work for a company where you're not going to have any health care. And you've had health care since you're 21. You're not going to have any health care and you're just going to go figure it out at this super small company. I mean, there's so many people I know that thought I was a little bit crazy. There are some people that told me I was making a mistake. Um, but most people were generally supportive, but I think it didn't make sense to everyone. But that's sometimes what it means to break the norm. In fact, most of the time, that's what it means to break the norm is to make it right and true for you and not worry about how it feels or seems to everyone else. So 22 months later, student loans paid off in full. So amazing. And now I'm here getting ready to transition into full-time life coaching and leaving my corporate job behind for good and foregoing the steady salary to do something that I'm really, really passionate about. And I can tell you this, every single time I broke the norm and lived an unconventional life on my terms, I was scared, sure, but I also felt so alive and so fully present in my life. It's like the inside of me felt warm and was like literally burning and like lit up and I was emanating this light out of me. And through that, it's like this compass that just points you in a direction. And when you honor that, it's like the compass and the magnets just work in such a way that you feel propelled. You feel the momentum. You feel like you know what forward is. You might not know where the end result will take you, but you know where forward is and you're being true to yourself. And so for me, my path in life has looked like a complete zigzag, but it has led me to so many amazing places and it always feels right. So a lot of people would look at my life and on the outside think, wow, she's really impulsive and kind of crazy, that girl. But really, I was taking smart leaps. I was calculating. I was thoughtful. And I mean, at some point you do just have to leap, but I did so much to set a great plan in motion so that I wasn't being impulsive because that's just not my personality. So now when you look at my life, I'm the most free I've ever felt. I'm doing what I want to do. I'm completely debt free after paying off the last $42,000 in my student loans. And I'm just happy. I'm really happy. And I hope that what you take from my personal story is what can wait, what is waiting for you when you stop being afraid of breaking the norm and you're really ready to pursue your unconventional path to career success. I'm giving you permission to follow your own path, but secretly you are the only one that needs to give yourself permission. No one else can do it for you. So if you want an invitation here, here you go. I invite you to do it, but secretly all it takes is you just giving yourself permission to do it. I know it sounds crazy, but it's so important. 
And you might be thinking, okay, but why is it so important? Like what is so important about living this unconventional life and like trying to really be happy versus settling for okay or settling for mediocre? And it's the saying, I love the saying so much. It's as the saying goes, if you don't sacrifice for what you want, what you want becomes the sacrifice. And that is so true. You have to be true to yourself because that's the only way to be happy and to live and feel really fulfilled in your life, to live your life in a fulfilled way. You were blessed with this life. Make the most of it. Okay, so I know what you're thinking. You're probably thinking, okay, Katrina, that's super easy for you because, you know, it's really hard to find a job, but apparently you're good at interviewing, or I just wasn't raised like that. Um, maybe you're thinking you have different skills or I'm just not brave. Like you are, I have responsibilities. I have a mortgage. I have people that depend on me, but I'm going to say I've dealt with many of these things and actually they're just excuses. I know it sounds crazy, but they are, they're just excuses. You can find a way to make something happen if you want it badly enough. Comfort is not the same as safety. Feeling comfortable, sure, it can feel nice. It feels safe, but it's not really safe. For me, I dealt with a lot of those issues. I was, li I was living a life with two people that I loved so much, both my mother and my brother, who were wrestling with very different health issues. And I worried about having enough money to support them or physically being present and able to support them if they needed me to. As I told you before, I started with $1,500 in my bank account. Like I had no savings. I wasn't just sitting on a nest egg. And on top of that, I had $42,000 worth of student loan debt with pretty high interest rates. So it wasn't like everything was just clear and the path ahead was just clear. And I took a deep breath and said, oh, I'm going to skip through this lovely path that has been laid out before me. No, I got my hands dirty. I cleared that path. I even had a townhouse in Atlanta, which was far away from where I was living at the time, that was going to become vacant and I was going to need a tenant. So that, that is like an insane amount of responsibility and pressure when you have a vacant unit and you have to worry about turning it around, finding a new tenant, making sure the utilities are covered, making sure the repairs get done. There were so many reasons I could have easily backed out if I had wanted to, but I didn't want to. I knew I needed to break the norm and live my unconventional life and path to my own career success. Okay. So let's get to it. Are you ready? I'm going to give you a few tips for how you can break the norm and how you can pursue your unconventional path to career success. Okay. So tip number one is get clear on your goals. It matters so much. I know it sounds really simple and you're probably thinking like, duh, okay, I get that. I respect that, but I'm talking crystal clear. So I'm not talking about, it'd be nice to travel. Oh, I'd really like to quit my job at some point and then do something I like. No, that ain't gonna cut it. So I'm talking about, and in my example, I wanna take a 12 month career break. I wanna travel around the world. I want to spend three months on a road trip through the U.S. I want to have time to heal and recharge, but I also want to connect to this other part of myself that I'm constantly suppressing and shutting up all the time. That's what my goal was. I knew what my goal was, and my goal had a specific number. I need to save 
$40,000 to make this possible. Does your goal have a number? Step slash tip number two is knowing how you want to feel. So a lot of times people set a goal that doesn't really resonate with them. So let's say you're setting a goal, but you're thinking like, I would love to have a nest egg of like three months of take-home salary. Okay, but why? Why? You need to connect with your feeling to set a goal that's really meaningful for you. So in my example, and my story, my first big goal was the career break because that what was most important to me at the time. I wanted to feel independent. I wanted to feel free. I wanted to feel brave. I wanted to show people that like I could do whatever I wanted and like forget all that mess about should, should, should. I was going to go have this grand adventure and stop putting my life on hold and saying one day I'll do that. One day I'll do this. And like literally not living my life. But at the end of my break, I realized my new big goal was paying off my student loans. Now, I didn't have a lot of strong emotions tied to paying off my student loans before I took my career break because I was burned out. I was unhappy. I needed some momentum. I needed some fun in my life. But when I came back from that career break, it suddenly became clear to me that I wanted freedom. I wanted career freedom. And to me, at that point in my life, that meant being debt-free. And those student loans were standing in my way, so I wanted them gone. So then when I attach the feelings to that, it's like, I want to feel free. I want to know that I'm so independent. I can do whatever I want. I'm free to pursue anything that comes up. I want to feel relaxed. I want to feel present in my own life. So it's all of those things that you want to feel. You need to be sure that you're articulating them, that you're being aware of them, and that you're attaching them to your goal because that's the only way you're going to stay motivated when things get hard. Tip number three is get control of your money. I cannot tell you how important this one is. If you want to achieve career freedom, financial freedom is the best foundation you can build for yourself. Being able to be in control of your money and know where your money goes how much money comes in, and being able to change your behavior when you need to, to make sure you're matching and meeting the goal that you've set for yourself is key. It is critical. You can't go on and pursue some big, crazy, audacious goal if you have no idea what your finances are doing. It's just not possible. So you have to take control of your money. Tip number four is broaden your perspective. Go get inspired. Listen to some podcasts. This podcast is a great podcast. But listen to a podcast, go read some books, make them true stories, like biographies, memoirs, whatever, catch some shows, like immerse yourself in a world where the things that people are doing are the things that you want to do, where the things that you want to do are possible. And tip number five, this one I know is a bit controversial for some people, but you really have to tell other people about your big goal. You have to tell other people about how you want to break the norm, what it is you want to achieve. Now, I know a lot of people feel like I can't tell people, no one will understand people like poo-poo on my parade. It's just not a good idea. I totally get that, but I'm going to tell you, I'm going to ask you, how can anybody support you if they have no flipping idea what it is that you're doing? And how are you going to hold yourself accountable if no one knows what the hell is going on? Telling people achieves two goals. One, it helps you hold yourself accountable. People that care about you are going to check in. How's that plan to save $40,000 going, Katrina? Well, I know someone's going to ask me, so it helps me hold myself accountable. And then the support, all oh, the support. People who love you, people who care about you, they're going to be so excited for you. 
I think I only had like one or two naysayers and all of the people that I told that I was quitting. I mean, I gave eight months notice to my job because I was so sure that I was leaving and I was met with nothing but kindness and support. There were so many free dinners, so many people hooking me up with other people that they knew that did something like a career break so I could ask them questions, get more information. It was truly, truly, truly amazing, but you have to open yourself up to receive it. So I totally get it. If you don't want to tell everyone all at once, be selective, but whatever you do, when you start to realize that you've got a big dream, a big goal, and you want to do something that feels a bit crazy, but it's on a different, because it's on a different path, you have to tell people. Okay. So let's recap your tips to breaking the norm. Number one, get clear on your goals. Step two, tip two, know how you want to feel, know how you want to feel when you achieve this big goal. Tip three, get control of your money. Tip four, broaden your perspective. And tip five, tell other people. Let them help you hold yourself accountable and support you in your big dream. That, my friends, is how you can break the norm and pursue your unconventional path to career success. I want you to know you have the right to change whatever is making you unhappy. You really do. You do not have to settle for mediocre. Anne Quinlan has a great quote. I'm going to read it to you now, and I hope that it sits with you and you really think about this. The life you've led doesn't need to be the only life you have. I think that speaks volumes to what I'm trying to communicate to you today. If I hadn't taken that break, I would have no idea what I was really capable of. I still would likely be saving no money. I would have tens of thousands of dollars worth of student loans debt, student loan debt still hanging over my head. I would definitely still be working a corporate job. I probably wouldn't have traveled anywhere interesting. And that life would, that I would be living with such a faint version of the life that I've created for myself and that I'm living today. And that's what I want for you. So thank you for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed this first podcast. I'm going to be back next week. If you want to reach out, you can find me on social media. I'm on Facebook, um, KMcGee Coaching. You can also find me uh, with my website, www.kmcgeecoaching.com. And I look forward to speaking to you guys next week. Have a great day.